0: Welcome to I Have Some Notes, side notes edition. I have, some, I have Some Notes as members of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Uh, this is the uh, the episode of I Have Some Notes, where we just talk about random stuff. There is no formula. Well, actually, there is a formula, and there is a, a moderate agenda. We just talk about stuff. I'm Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver.
1: I'm Aaron Beaver. I'm Scott C. Bourgeois.
0: We are around the table, well, somewhat around the table. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost a roundy table. It's, it's, it's a somewhat roundy table here at I Have Some Notes uh, Studios. Uh, yeah, so Greg, you wanted to uh, just before off the, before we start talking about kind of what we, what we're kind of watching or we're, what we're ingesting with our brains. Yeah, uh, you kind of wanted to talk a little bit about sort of as uh, we touched on, touched on the last the side notes episode where the the mountain of a holes keeps growing. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. <in> <laughs> and uh, a and holes who
2: are sort of like uh, responsible for important cultural touchstones at that uh, since we were last recorded. Uh, John Lasseter, head of uh, Pixar Studios and uh, directors of uh, such films as Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Mm -hmm. seminal seminal (laughs) animated films. And he is actually uh, responsible... He's one of the founding members of Pixar, I believe, and uh, responsible for the original Luxo Jr. shorts as well. Mm. So, that's another big bummer. (laughs) And I guess my question to you guys is like... um, Can you separate, because I love Toy Story and Toy Story
0: 2, can you separate the art from the artist? So basically saying like, so because we have all these people who are coming out um, that are, you know, kind of, they're, yeah, there's people that are responsible in these kind of really large, like, you know, epic pieces like Louis C.K., the the comedy, um, you know, can you still watch things like, you know, Kevin Space Usual Suspects, which is a fan, you know, arguably like a fantastic, one of the better movies ever. Can you still watch that?
2: Yeah, I guess it's a bit reductive to say. Can you separate art from artists? Maybe it's more how do how do we how do you handle it? You know, the like some things you're gonna watch. Like for instance, like if if it turned out that someone from Star Trek: Next Generation turned out to be a big piece of shit, I'd still watch Star Trek. I could
1: not not watch that show. I don't think. When it comes to television and movies, you have the benefit of it's a large group yeah. effort, more people than John Lasseter were responsible for toys.
3: Story. Well, thousands of people. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: So it's easier to just kind of like, and he was also involved. Uh, when you're talking about, like, stand-up comedy, or yeah. you're talking about a painting, or you're talking about a novel, that's a little trickier because there's one person largely responsible yeah. for that, and if that person's the problematic one, yeah. that's a little icky. Yeah, Bill. And maybe, like, the you know, Bill Cosby's probably, like, the biggest,
0: right? Because, yeah. you know...
2: yeah. And his, his comedy was very family-oriented, and yeah. obviously his show was, too. And, it, and it, makes it, it makes it that much more difficult to go back and, and watch it without... Because, I mean, all you're really going to think of is
0: yeah.
1: all the people he raped. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was reading an article um, about this whole thing. And it was, I can't recall the title of the article nor the author. So I've put myself on the spot. There. <laughs> and but, we have no internet here to go ahead and, <laughs> hit and no, it. No, we don't. Because <laughs> uh, we are off the grid here at the I Have Some Notes <laughs> studio. We have to make sure that no one rips off the recording and leaks it before, <laughs> before Greg does. <gets, laughs> so this is why. So we're in an internet-proof bunker. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was reading this article and it was this journalist who had worked to put together a list of all of the, like, top 100 comedy bits like the top 100 okay. moments from comedy. And it was him and some like comedy historians and some comedians who were all compiling this list. And this was after the allegations had started to come out about Bill Cosby, the most yeah. recent ones. And they were like, uh, it's icky, but there has to be a Bill Cosby right. joke on the yeah. list yeah. because he is so important to comedy. Like his yeah. contribution to modern comedy comedy." Is so great that you can't not acknowledge it, yeah. Yeah. even if it's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't imagine how tough that decision would have been yeah, to make for sure. And and now we're in kind of the same boat with Louis C.K. Like if you were making ten years from now another list of the top one hundred comedy bits, of, yeah. how could you not mention him? Yeah, because so much of the modern comedy uh, environment has been influenced by what he's done. Mm-hmm. Both good and bad, yeah. yeah. That you you can't not mention it, and that's yeah, that's tough. It's tough,
2: yeah. Make it is, I guess, suppose in the case of someone like John Lasseter, maybe it makes it easier that he's a director of these movies and he's behind the scenes, and you're not seeing that person right in your film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas obviously stuff that Kevin Spacey's done that I you mean he's the central, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to ignore, yeah. Right. Yeah. I watched a um, a video by a Feminist Frequency who uh, were sort of like dealing like with a few different ways of personally handling uh, separating art from the artist, and they mentioned three different ways of going about it. Um, one was to basically have a line in the sand. Right. So you, you know once. Once they've done the bad thing, once we learn about the bad thing, uh, ever, all the work afterwards that they do, you ignore, but you continue to enjoy the work that they've done before. Um, the other one is uh, the death of the artist, essentially. You just yep. completely separate the artist. There's nothing to do. Yeah. I find that one really difficult because, uh, I don't know if you can... Just emotionally, but I don't think yeah. you can do that. Yeah. And the third one they pointed out was like you could try and like completely boycott... Uh, their work entirely which again very difficult uh you know most people you know people are garbage (laughs) lots of people who are garbage i think think, you wouldn't be watching a whole lot of media some of that and it
0: was funny you mentioned that because i think i was thinking about that on the drive over here i think some of that actually already happens organically and i think of like a case like uh you know there was there was a time i think you know we're all we're all kind of in the same age bracket so there would have been a time where you would have never have heard uh, there during a certain amount of time in the last thirty years you would have not have heard a Michael Jackson song played at a nightclub, but then Michael Jackson passes away. There's a little bit of time, and now you know, you know, Michael Michael Jackson comes on the radio, and it was like, oh, here's I love I love this tune. I love Billie Jean. I love all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you sort of you know that yeah that separation starts to happen. Uh, I think even with like that line in the sand bit, um, I was actually thinking about like is is maybe Mel Gibson uh, an example of that where. You know, people say, "Hey, I love the Lethal Weapon movies. I love Mad Max. I love some like the early stuff." Yeah, but then it's sort of like then all that stuff comes out, and everything since is kind of like e- 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 not going to be seeing Daddy. Yeah, I did, too. yeah I exactly. Think I, right?
2: I think I would still watch like Braveheart and stuff like that. Yeah, Braveheart was a you know a was that before after all me? the
0: all the stuff that came out with him. before
3: yeah, was it before? It was yeah, I think it was before. 19th. Oh yeah, well before.
0: Yeah, he was. I think that was when he was at his pinnacle. Right. Yeah. He was yeah.
3: Early nineties.
0: Yeah. 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 I think the, so. Mid nineties. Damn it! Don't have the internet again. <laughs> 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 Write us in it. I have something to tell us when
2: Braveheart was I'll, released. Well, I'll look up the fax machine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, but I think some of that's like stuff happens organically. I, you know, but I think like the third one is like you know, we're just chatting even before we start recording. If you start throwing everything out, you're not left with. Yeah, you're much, just not left a with a, a ton, whole yeah. lot.
2: Yeah, and the fact is, like uh, most art is problematic in one way or another, especially when you're going back and watching some of your favorite shows from the 80s and 90s and and realizing how sexist and misogynist they seem now
1: compared to how you felt about them when they were originally aired. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, as awesome as it is to hear three dudes talk about this we we have aaron sitting right here (laughs) yes we do and i'm kind of interested in what uh your perspective is on on this kind of thing
3: no i agree and it i mean a lot of it kind of it's almost personal on what you can like for me mel gibson hasn't he's still making tons of money he hasn't been called they slapped his wrist and he didn't work for a couple years and now he's back and everyone loves him and so I don't ever wanna until he until there's some consequences for anything he's done, fuck him. I don't need to see Braveheart ever again. Like right. sorry. I'll
2: be watching that one alone again. Yeah,
3: no, I'm not I, it's true. And it's, it's kind of hypocritical in what, because some people I, like, I never, like, like I said, I never want to see them again. And I don't care. It's not important enough for me to ignore what they've done. But other times, yeah, I will watch something that has a garbage bag in it. And I don't know, it's. Or you're yeah. saying that
2: about because uh, we're doing um, uh, Die Hard Two for our next movie, and you're talking about uh, Fred Thompson during the movie, and him being uh, a piece of shit now.
3: Well, I think he's dead now. Is he? Is he dead now? God
2: damn it! No way to <laughs> <try.
3: laughs> check. Well, he. Yeah, right.
2: But he was like a. He, he, he was up a big
3: to, Republican. Yeah. Was it in the? It wasn't the last election. It was the one before that. He came out as a giant Republican, like racist kind of garbage bag, which is too bad, because Die Hard 2 and Law and Order, and, well, no, (laughs) can't like him anymore, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of personal. Like, there's a lot of different reasons to not really like a lot of different people, and I'm not... But I wouldn't blame somebody if they still like a movie or a media. You're not going to judge
2: someone for watching Braveheart no not at all (laughs) good like I said
3: (laughs) like I or or a Woody Allen movie just I don't I think he's a garbage bag and I don't want to watch it but I'm not going to judge anybody who who still likes it and finds value in it
2: I guess it really just just comes down to how you personally feel about it and whether whether you can watch something and ignore it's
0: it's a seedier parts or not yeah they always have this. Uh, maybe, maybe that. Like, you just you have to have that little bit of acknowledgement too, just to kind of say that. Oh, by the way, yeah. Despite this wonderful thing, yeah. this person also did X, Y, Z because they have this they have this sort of the same argument, and it's obviously not as as severe as to what's happening now. But they've often used the same argument. Um, in sports, particularly with like the hockey Hall of Fame and the baseball Hall of Fame, where you've got, you know, for baseball, you have these players who were have set all these records, but they've also been known to be using performance enhancing drugs and yeah. stuff like that. And so there's always been that there's a, there, all this debate that's been going on forever, it seems. But it's basically, how do you acknowledge that that you just strictly play? Oh yeah, this this person hit this many home runs and he set all these records, and this is great. Or you put the an asterisk and say, okay, yeah, this person was known to be a you know this was person was proven to be on drugs. Um, or you know you have you also have the other have other players who are like asterisks. By the way, this person was known was known for assaulting his wife or you know battering women and that yeah, sort of stuff, right? Yeah. So it's you know it's you know maybe and maybe is that is that the line to say like okay we are going to acknowledge these facts. Yeah. And say like yeah okay this performance is great but or this maybe this thing is great but by the way. Yeah. You know before we call this person a hero, let's just like dial it back a little bit. Yeah.
3: No. I. I would accept that too. It's, yeah. it's acknowledging problematic yeah. areas of history and not ignoring them, yeah. while accepting that they might have made some good art or yeah. been and then, an amazing athlete. And or. maybe then
0: maybe that's the thing too is that like we get I think we get caught up in sort of do we do we maybe get caught up in saying okay hey Mel Gibson makes great movies so er, ergo Mel Gibson's a great person yeah to be like nah no he's he's a good actor and he makes good movies but yeah yeah I think. I mean,
2: you tend to want to think that they're good people. Yeah. Um, and it can get kind of confusing, you know, because, you know, an actor might play a series of really likable characters, and in your brain you source that you associate that person with the character
1: rather than the person
2: that they really if are. If it turned
1: out that Tom Hanks was a scumbag, I think it would be devastating. Yeah. It would break my heart. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's... He, you equate him with being a nice guy yeah. Yeah. on TV and in movies, yeah. and it would it would be heartbreaking to learn that he is not that. I, yeah. think, I think the movie industry would just collapse on itself, <laughs> it just
0: implode. know <laughs> we just all be watching. He was the only thing we'd, holding. We just Hollywood would just like blow away. We'd all be like, we'd be all be doing Bollywood movies on the podcast <laughs> by this time next year. So
3: <laughs> maybe so. it's for the best. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's for
0: the best. Yeah, maybe sometimes you just have to burn everything down Just yeah. start yeah. anew. Yeah. Just.
2: It's like a forest fire. (laughs) There you go. Salt
0: the earth. Yeah, for sure. We'll take a little pause here and just let you know if you want to check out another uh, podcast. Check out the Well Endowed podcast. It's by the people at the Edmonton Community Foundation. Uh, Keep tabs on what's going on in Edmonton. Lots of great stuff there. Uh, You can find it wherever you download your podcast, your Google Play, your Apple Store, your thisity that, your bloobity blue. (laughs) Or you can go check it out at uh, thewellendowedpodcast.com. Go there now. Well, not now. Wait till this podcast is over. You and then Check out that one.
2: Well, the beauty is, you could pause this podcast and go somewhere else, I, I suppose, if you, you wanted to.
1: You could if you wanted to, but <laughs> no. Nah. We don't advise it because all I Have Some Notes podcasts are best listened to in their entirety. This is true.
0: <laughs> this is true. Stay up late if you have to. That's why uh, God invented coffee. There you go. Uh,
1: Let's talk about something.
0: Maybe let's talk about the transition from uh, Hollywood scumbags to Hollywood terrible things we've been watching. (laughs) (laughs) Those are all like kind of fun things. Who wants to start with what they've been pushing in their eyeballs lately?
2: Uh, Greg. I've been watching uh, Jim and Andy, The uh, Great Beyond, which is a documentary about uh, Jim Carrey uh, playing um, Andy Kaufman. In man on the moon oh yeah i've seen the trailer for this
0: yeah it looks he, bonkers
2: he very famously went full method with the the andy kaufman uh play in uh he the movie is basically essentially basically about uh all the uh behind the scenes footage they're making uh he Jim Carrey hired a documentary crew to, to uh, do the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and they're actually, the documentary crew was associated with uh, Andy Kaufman, I think. Cool. Uh,
3: yeah, it was his ex... Or his wife. His or old, his girlfriend. His girlfriend, I think. Yeah. yeah. Helped shoot it.
2: Yeah. Um, it's really... Fascinating. I think Aaron kind of hated it.
3: It made my eyes bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I, The only person I associated with was Paul Giamatti, who looked really uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is, like, it looks very obnoxious. You know, he's, uh, Jim Carrey is basically um, treating everyone on set like garbage, um, uh, because I guess that's how he felt, and he... Kaufman would have done, um, especially when he starts uh, playing Tony Clifton. Um, he becomes very obnoxious, uh, and he's he's real mean to Jerry the King Lawler, who what? I think Andy Kaufman and and, uh, uh, and Lawler were like they were in on their little soirée that they had. They were in it together yeah. when they had that whole uh, sort of fake fight, uh, public fight. Jerry
3: Lawler said he was always really polite to him. Yeah. But Jim Carrey was just treating him like crap and trying oh, to really? egg him on. Yeah. It was wow. awful. Yeah.
2: So much so that eventually L- Lawler just punched him out. <laughs> and it became like a big news story. <laughs> wow. But one thing that I thought was kind of like really interesting about about it was there was one scene where um, Jim Carrey as Kaufman... Is just in the makeup trailer, and the person who's playing Andy Coffin's dad comes in, and they have like a fight in character between the two of them, just in the makeup trailer. Really, and and they're just screaming at one another, and uh, it was apparently so powerful that like the the uh, makeup crew was started crying, <laughs> and they were saying like, oh, this is. That was like just like my dad kind of thing, and just it, like wow. it was just a, it's a weird thing that it, like, you know, while this is going on and everyone's kind of like on edge because of the way that uh, uh, you know uh, Jim Carrey is acting, you know there's there was some there was something weird that they could take out of it, hmm. you know that uh, strange yeah. I recommend checking it out because it's very he, Jim Carrey is kind of a weird dude. Uh, he's very new agey <laughs> now, and uh, and a lot of what he says is kind of nonsense. Uh, but it's a, but he is he is also f- kind of fascinating to l- listen to, just as a sort of like a uh, a people study or a character
0: yeah. study. Yeah, <laughs>
2: huh. interesting.
0: Yeah, wasn't wasn't he like recently at some award show or something like that, and he basically said like, "Hey, none, none of this exists" or something like that. Or that oh, sounds, that sounds, sounds about like right. something he yeah. yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, weird. So you'd recommend it? Yeah? Good. yeah, I would definitely check it out. Aaron, would you recommend what? What does not making your eyes bleed uh, these uh, days?
3: We went to Ladybird. Bird, yep. which was amazing. It's lovely. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a coming of age story, which usually I kind of I don't know why I have a thing against coming of age stories, but it was really good. And if you grew up in the '90s like I did, it's Pretty rad. What's,
0: uh, what's so? What's what's the premise? I've actually not heard of this, and the only, the only Lady Bird reference I know of is from King of the Hill, because that was Hank Hill's daughter. Oh yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's this. It's about this teenage girl who's growing up in Sacramento, and it's she wants to. She as, kind of. She kind of- She kind
2: of hates the town and just really wants to leave. Yeah.
3: Ah, She's a late teenager, the time where you want to... Spread your Yeah. Yeah. You want to... Even if your town is fine and your family is okay, you want to escape. Yep. And you hate everything. But... Yeah.
2: The film's essentially about her relationship with her mother, who's kind of a a tough mother to get praise from.
3: Ah. Yeah. Um, Who is played by... Oh, she was in Lo- Roseanne. She's Jackie from Roseanne. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Lori? Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't remember her yeah, name. Remember but her she name. does an amazing job. She's mm. really good. So, yes, you should see that.
2: It's, the trailers make it seem um, quirkier than it is. It's actually quite a bit more down to earth. Uh, but it is what I found kind of really interesting about the movie is, like, the um, the pacing is very quick boom 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 you're just going from one moment of her life to the other and in in another in another film it might seem like it's it's off but the way that they don't they just like it's just hits an an emotional beat and it's just like bam you're done with it and then you move on kind of thing and it just it like it it's a it's kind of a quick pace but it also uh it also works very well within the context of the movie recommended <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay, yeah, cool.
2: Definitely. I think it's still at 100% on Rotten
0: oh, Tomatoes. Oh, is it really? Yet. Wow. Yeah. Can it give us 110%? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Needs to work harder.
1: Yeah. Bucks in deep. <laughs> Scott. Uh, I recently left my job, and so I have a lot of free time, and I've been seeing a great deal of media uh, in the past couple weeks. Yep. Uh, I've been out to see movies. I've watched some Netflix that I've been meaning to catch up on. It's been great. Uh, so uh, I'll start with a Netflix recommendation. Sure. Because everybody can watch that. Like, yes, yeah. I I mean, everybody's on Netflix. Yeah, who do, like,
0: <laughs> where do they keep finding these subscribers at this point? Because it's it's,
1: like, you assume everybody is yeah, subscribed. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth, Big
0: Mouth, Big Mouth. That's so the animated movie.
1: It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an animated series, series uh, by Nick Crawl, comedian yep. Nick Crawl. Uh, And others. I don't want to just say it's entirely his work. But it's about a bunch of awkward teenagers growing up uh, and dealing with all of the awkwardness of being a teenager. And it's very much about sex. Okay, It's a show about sex and teenagers and at a time in their life when sex is terrifying and all-encompassing. Mm. And it is incredibly funny yeah. and quite vulgar okay, and is definitely worth checking. So not a family show. No. Okay. Uh, Anita, to this day, she watched it with me, and she is not sure if she liked it or not because there was so much in it that made her cringe oh, <laughs> yeah. because of its weird sort of humorous honesty. Yeah. Uh, I quite liked it, so I would recommend it. Ah, here we go. And for film, for, film okay. for a person going out to see a film, I will recommend Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, Anita and I went out and saw just this past week. Uh, Sir Kenneth Brana Sir. got together some of the hammiest hams in filmdom. <laughs> And uh, put them on a train, and did Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express, and it is glorious. This is a, this is a Hercules Hercules Her, Perrault? Hercule Perot. Hercule Poirot. Hercule <laughs> Hercule Poirot. He corrects a couple people in the movie. Actually, <laughs> uh, but uh, Brana is on point. The cast is fantastic. The cinematography is beautiful. Yeah. The score is great, uh, yeah. and even if you know how it ends. Kind of about the journey. Part of part of me hopes that at some point during the pre-production, he calls up his like business manager's agents and says, "Get me
0: the hammiest ham in Hollywood." I have a great idea for <laughs> film. Indeed, he has collected <laughs> some of the hammiest. There's just ham. like a database, like a, like a ham, like Hollywood ham,
1: <laughs> Hollywood ham database. So much scenery is chewed up in this yeah. movie. But also, it is, get me a real ham. I am hungry. I ham sandwich. <laughs> but it is it is fantastic. It is huh. well done. Kenneth Branagh knows how to make a film. Like yes. he's one of those people who. You're like, oh, God, Kenneth Branagh, because he's so big and so over the top. Yeah. But he makes it work. Yeah. Especially when he's in the director's chair. He can make it work. Didn't he do one of the Marvel movies? He did the original Thor movie, which I quite like. It tends to get maligned a little bit, but I enjoyed the first Thor movie. Speaking of which, also Thor Ragnarok. Very good. Go see it. Yeah. So there you go. Those are my recs. Would you say one of the, either of those are 110% movies? Uh maybe not hundred ten percent well, Thor okay. Ragnarok definitely puts in a one hundred ten percent effort. There we go. <laughs> put it that way. Perfect.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh I've been consuming uh some stuff here and there. I've been watching many T V shows. I've actually I've kind of dialed down to uh just kind of movies just because like I need an ending. I'm I'm kind of getting annoyed with like these like shows that it's uh, and this is another uh segment for a side notes. We need we need like a ranty side notes episode. Sure. So okay, for ranty things, we needed to talk about what the like cinematic universes. Sure. Uh, I think I'm going to talk about shows that go on for ten plus seasons, which is too much. And anyone else wants something to rant about? What's, what do you want to rant about, Scott? be probably have well to we'll rant come about. up with some stuff. Okay, <laughs> Aaron, you can you can toss in some. Check that out story. in the new year on yeah. the next side note when we're when we're grouchy because it's <laughs> dark out and it's winter. Anyway, um, we actually watched. Um, we're kind of catching up on some of the. Uh, the, the summer movies. We watched Atomic Blonde last night. Uh, this is the Charlie's uh, Theron uh, spy action movie. Uh, apparently, it uh, was done by one of the people that was involved in John Wick. Uh, and I think uh, even. Uh, it was the John Wick stunt crew, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. We were involved
1: with that Yeah, one. yeah.
0: Um, and like, Charlie's and I think Keanu actually like trained together and he, oh, really? he did some All sparring, right. which means someday, cross your fingers, we're hoping. Uh, Keanu John. versus Charlize double dawn of justice.
3: Please make this happen.
1: I want the movie to be called Keanu v. Fruit. Charlize. Yes. <laughs> yeah. not versus... Oh, with they take, the, with they take a v. place in different eras, though. Doesn't matter. It wouldn't be John Wick and Atomic Blonde. Greg, it would be Keanu v. Charlize.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Just, just, just in, like... Regular Hollywood. Yeah, and they both show just up to keep, the same Starbucks. And just, yeah, like, just make the grab. Them, and then a two-hour-long the fight scene <laughs> starts <laughs> over them grabbing the same drink. <laughs> oh,
1: make this movie happen, Hollywood.
0: You're welcome. Budget four hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I quite liked it. Um, just because. Um, uh, so I, I like to call these movies WKA movies, which is women kicking ass. Uh, I like them. There needs to be more of them. Uh, and Charlize, yeah, she's got some great, great fight scenes in it um uh the movie the the plot is like it's it's a spy movie it's a spy movie obviously set kind of like during the cold war like the tail end of the cold the cold war and it can kind of gets a little complicated sometimes spy movies do where it's kind of like is this person double crossing this person or is this person double <laughs> double crossing this person double double, double 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 crossing this person so it gets kind of hurts your brain a little bit uh but i liked it yeah. uh it's got yeah. greg Mac or not guy, uh, not greg mcvoy <laughs> James, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. <laughs> Everyone is named that. That'll be a sequel. <laughs> McAvoy versus, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Charlize um, can really. She can play a badass like, like no other. Yeah. Actually, you know? but, and the one thing I liked about this too is that reading I'm reading up about it, it's based on a graphic novel, as all great movies are. Um, and it was actually like, and it was actually her production company. Like, like she's actually been sitting on this for a couple of years, and like she's wanted to make this for quite a while. So she, so, so. I'm liking this because I feel like Charlize did what I love about Tom Cruise movies, whereas Tom Cruise movies says, I'm going to make movies where I'm like a superhero. Yeah. And I don't really care because I'm going to produce them and star in them. And Charlize did the same thing. So I respect that. So hopefully there's more of this. Yeah for sure recommend it also uh, hopefully coming to theaters over vs. Charlize <laughs> Kano
1: v Charlize we recommend that one as well yeah
0: <laughs> yeah there we go uh, anything else people, one people want to throw out there is if, either either recommendation or avoid at all costs have any of you guys been
2: watching
0: The Punisher no, no I've yet. been a, I've been avoiding this because I really like Daredevil I did not like Daredevil 2 or Daredevil Season 2 because I thought it was too much Punisher <laughs> and when I heard Punisher was getting a thing, I'm like I
1: don't need to see a show about a guy shooting a lot of people yeah I've been Overall, disappointed with the whole Defenders shared universe Netflix yeah. experiment. Yeah. Like there have been some good parts, but overall, it's now starting to kind of like below fifty percent for me. Yeah, so I just kind of never picked up. On yeah,
2: it. yeah uh, the first Daredevil season was great. Um, uh, Jessica Jones was great. Um, I, 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 Luke Cage was okay. Um, Iron Fist I just, is pretty good. Somehow, somehow Luke Cage lost my interest and. Um, I feel, like, a certain amount of white guilt because of that. But I just, like, I just haven't been able to get back no, into like, it. No, like, the last
0: couple of episodes felt tacked on. Like, even, even like, I power, I, I I was really into Luke Cage until they, spoilers, they kill off the made bad guy. And then there's kind of, like, they just kind of, like, keep going. And then there's, like, the big, big fight at the end with the guy with the terrible costume. And I'm like, nah, okay, you kind of lost me here. <laughs> so but. The
2: Punisher so far is is okay. It seems like it's, it's... Um, He's trying to deal with interesting themes. Um, Though I've heard from... I've haven't, We haven't finished watching the season yet. But I've heard from a lot of different uh, sources that it does not uh, conclude those themes particularly well. So
0: I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? Anything you want to either, either pitch or avoid? What should people avoid? Oh. Besides Jim and Andy, um, the... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh. I can't think of anything I've actually super hated lately. No. Um,
2: no, I think we've actually been in a pretty good run lately. Yeah. Lady Bird and Thor Ragnarok and um, you know, some documentaries sprinkled in here and there. Yeah.
3: And... We haven't made it to three billboards yet, but we want to do that this week.
1: Because I want to see that. Oh,
3: there you go. So maybe the next time. Cool, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Scott.
1: I already gave three recommendations. Okay, what, 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 <laughs> what are people with something give you people more. can avoid? Uh, well, I'm not going to give one that people can avoid, but I will say something that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing is The Disaster Artist. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. see that. The movie about the making of the room. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I kind of want to go see that. And yeah. if, from what I've been hearing, it's been getting some good early buzz. Yeah. Really? Uh, it's so, already certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. if You
2: care of such things.
1: Mm. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's on my to watch list coming up. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, I don't have really have anything anyone for people to avoid other than the Hometown Hockey Club, <laughs> 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 for which I'm sporting their giant, giant super orange jersey. Yeah. I mean, go Hope springs turn. eternal, right, with they'll, that they'll team, right? They'll turn it around. They'll turn sure. it around. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's going to be just a late season charge of, of, of epic proportions. All right. So what we'll do is, um, is uh, before we we sign off, uh, a couple things. Just, to, just some notes. Um, uh, you can follow us on uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I have some notes. Uh, also, if you want to uh, rate and review the program on all those platforms, uh, that would really help us out. Um, if you want to check out another another. Uh, show on the Alberta Podcast Network. Check out the Northern Nerd Network. It's all about the geeky, and nerdy people, groups, and events in and around the Edmonton area that includes us. We've been on that show. Have we been on that? Yeah, we have yeah. been on that show. Uh, we've been interviewed by Dan and Chelsea back January, last January, uh, back before we were even Alberta Podcast siblings. We've grown we've grown up together. Yeah. It's, it's so <laughs> cool. Uh, it's been a good time. We highly recommend you check them out. Uh, find them at northern com. Our show and others from the network are being broadcast on G Radio. You can find it in Gradio.ca You can also find our episodes on the CKOA Radio app. Download it from the App Store. Uh, Aaron and Scott, anything you want to plug or kind of direct people to?
1: Uh, I have another podcast called... What? The Read-Along. Oh, there he is. It's a mini book club for your ears. It's my darling wife, Anita, and I uh, going through a book chapter at a time. It's uh, fun times reading Meddling Kids by Edgar Cantero for our first book. Our uh, art was made by... Aaron Beaver. Oh, look, he's sitting right <laughs> next to me. <laughs> all the time. So uh, it's it's just all coming together. So yeah, give that a listen if you're interested. Very cool.
3: I got nothing. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you say plug plug your so, What Would you go find on Scott's podcast? Uh,
3: there you go. Yeah. I sure. guess. <laughs> and, <laughs> sure. and
0: find her on. I have some notes. Yeah, this <laughs> episode and next. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the next uh, movie we're going to be doing uh, on the full episode of I have notes is the holiday classic and favorite. Gather, gather your family around the, the fire, roast some chestnuts, chestnuts, and watch Die Hard Part Two.
1: <laughs> die <laughs> mostest. Die. Die harder.
0: <laughs> die harderest. Die heartiest uh, Anyway, that's that's coming up next uh, on the podcast. So yeah. Um, until then, thanks for listening.
2: Keep watching, guys.